This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Welcome back to another volume of Truly Disturbing Tales from Reddit. Today we're going to be narrating three new and settling stories taken directly from the platform. I encourage you all to sit back, grab a snack, and enjoy these terrifying personal accounts. Now, without any further delay, let's jump right in. I've got a friend, 25 and female, from college that told me a harrowing story that happened to her and her friends back in high school. She's from Buffalo, New York, and often went on camping trips to local, upstate campgrounds. When she was a senior, her and four of her friends went to a campsite fitted with rows of cabins on the water that people could rent. As the sun went down, the girls noticed that their neighbors a few cabins down, a group of guys similar in age, were playing music and grooving around the campfire, drinking some beers. One of the guys asked them all if they wanted to join. When they got over there and started hanging with the guys, everything seemed completely normal and everyone was having a good time. As the night progressed though, one of the guys there started to get blackout drunk and eventually pulled out a revolver that he said belonged to his dad. He started waving it around and playing with it. This obviously freaked everybody out, his own friends included. Eventually, he started pointing the gun at his head while laughing. His friends were yelling at him to put it away and how this wasn't very funny. The girls at this point were fairly disturbed and told the guys that they should get back to their cabin and said their goodbyes. When they got back to their cabin, they all talked about how freaky that whole experience was and expressed some concern for the drunk guy. They then moved on to other topics and forgot about it for the time being. A few hours later, sometime in the middle of the night, they heard a loud bang coming from the direction of their neighbor's cabin. Shortly after this, an entire squad of cop cars showed up to the scene. One officer came to my friend's cabin and began asking them questions about the cabin that they had visited earlier in the night. When my friend asked the officer what happened, he explained that a kid had shot himself in the head in front of his friends. They weren't able to discern if it was purposeful or accidental. My friend to this day still has PTSD over this incident and explained that she rarely goes camping anymore because of it. You just never know what's going to happen next door. This all happened to me just a few days ago, while I was on my way home from visiting a friend's house. I was driving on a back road late at night in my Tesla Model 3 while I was using the autopilot feature. I'll admit that I wasn't paying the most attention to the road because I was on my phone and I had my music playing in the car. The ride was going smooth, nothing out of the ordinary, until the trip was anything but ordinary. Out of nowhere, my car immediately began to break, and an alarming sound was made. It startled me as I took control of the wheel and looked through the windshield. 
when I saw a figure standing just inches from my car, barely avoiding being hit. My heart was racing from the near impact, and now seeing what I could only assume to be a person, standing out there in the middle of nowhere. They didn't even flinch as I almost barreled into them. I stared at them for a good 10 seconds before I put my car into park and turned on the megaphone to ask if they were okay. They didn't respond, just proceeded to walk to my driver's side window. I'm glad that I lock my doors whenever I get into my car because I was terrified at this moment and I don't know if I had the wits to do it myself then. That's when they decided to speak. They asked me if I could roll the window down to speak to them, but I refused and told them that I could hear them just fine through the window. I then asked why they were out there all alone, in the cold, by themselves, and they told me that their car had broken down and that they were hoping someone would stop to help them. As they were talking, I got a good look at their face. He appeared to be a man, 25 to 30 years old, not the most well-kept, but also didn't look super ratty. He asked what my name was. I told him that it was Rebecca, and he told me that his name was Ashton. After that small talk they attempted, I told them that I would be calling someone to come assist them with their situation. They weren't happy with this, and instead insisted that I drop them off at a friend's house who lived nearby. This is when red flags really started rattling off in my head. And hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Something appeared suspicious. They had told me that they were waiting for someone to come and help but now they needed to be dropped off nearby. I decided to put my car back into drive and told them again that I would call someone to help them. That's when they tried to reach for the door handle, although I guess they didn't know that Tesla handles are embedded into the car. As he did that, I immediately stepped down on the pedal and went flying down the road. I didn't even bother to look in my rearview mirror or put the car back into autopilot. The whole ride back, I was scared sh- I got back onto the main road where I hoped to see cars and just continued to floor at home. I couldn't get my mind off this for the rest of the night. I have suspicions that the guy was not out there alone and that there were other people with him just out of sight. I pray that they didn't get someone else who just wasn't as lucky as me. I believe this to be the last time that I ever stopped to try and help a random person ever again. This story takes place several years ago, but I'd be lying if I said that I didn't think about it regularly. I was at home alone one evening when I heard a knock at the back door. 
this confused me, as no one ever used that door. My husband and I lived in a fourplex at the time, and all of the units had a back door at the top of a narrow staircase. These doors were a little inconvenient to access, as you'd have to go around the building and up the narrow set of stairs, as opposed to the wider main entrance at the front. It didn't make sense to use that back entrance, and I couldn't think of anyone who would go to that door to visit. As I approached the back door, I saw two tall men in the window, standing near the door. A chill went down my spine. I didn't feel safe opening the door, so I just called out, Hello? One of the men then tapped on the window. Yes, hello? May we come in? We're with Bresnan. At the time, my husband and I had Bresnan for cable, but it wasn't having any issues. I replied, Our cable's perfect. Is there a problem? Ma'am, the man said, can we come in? We're servicing the area, and it's important that we look at your cable. I shook my head. We're not having any issues, I repeated, so there's no need to stop by. Ma'am, we're visiting every resident. Let us in so we can do our job. I noticed the man grab the doorknob and try to open the locked door. It's at this point that I slowly grabbed a knife from our knife block and held it at my chest. We're not having any problems, I repeated, trying not to convey the shakiness of my voice. So you don't need to be here. The two figures appeared to shuffle and then straighten. Ma'am, let us in. We're on a deadline and we need to do our job. I glanced at the clock, gauging when my husband would arrive home from work, gripping the knife tighter by the moment. Ma'am? Ma'am? I saw him try the doorknob again. I closed my eyes and felt overwhelming gratitude of always locking my doors. Just then, a thought came to the forefront of my mind. I'm sorry, I can't help you. Could I please get your names and badge numbers? I can give your supervisor a call to let them know our cable is fine. I heard another shuffle, and then one of the men replied, No need to, ma'am. We're sorry we wasted your time. With that, both of the men exited the staircase and disappeared into the night. Shaken up, I held the knife tight and tried to get my bearings. I remember making a mental note to call the cable company or the police, but my hands were shaking so badly I couldn't hold onto the phone. With the knife still grasped to my chest and the phone falling out of my other hand, I sank to the floor and cried. When my husband returned home, I told him what had happened. I was still very shaken up and had started crying again after he came home. We then immediately called the Bresnan Cable Company and spoke to a representative who informed us that no one from their company was out on assignment in our area. The next day, we asked our neighbors if they had a visit from the company, and no one else had. It gets said a thousand times here, but let me be one more voice reminding you to always lock your doors. I'm not sure what nefarious purposes those two individuals had for concocting that lie about being with the cable company, but I know that nothing good was going to come of it, and that I wasn't going to get free HBO out of it.